Whoa, Granio. Let me just say when I wrote this blog post in September of 2018 that I truly had no idea that the next October, just a few weeks later, that we were going to start the last year of Granio's life. At that point, I thought she was invincible. Little did I know. But this story bears telling. It Just like it bore me writing it down back then. I wanted to savor it and I wanted to write it down in case I ever forget. So here we go. I feel and I hope and I pray that you're going to follow my journey. And a huge part of my journey is going to include my granio. So today I'm just going to go ahead and get her introduction out of the way. By the way, did you know that Jackie O was a granio also? It's not where we got the name, but she sure does like to throw that tidbit of information in conversation whenever she can. You know, you've heard of breaking the mold when they made someone. When God made Ola May Brandon Wester, somebody took that mold, they threw it down, broke it, shattered it, and then they stomped on it for good measure. There ain't another one in the world like her. It's for good reason, I think, because the world sure couldn't handle another one. It's all I can do to maintain some level of control where she's concerned. Of course, who am I kidding? She's 93 years young, and while her vision is gone, left with about 20% in one eye due to macular degeneration, there ain't nothing wrong with her mind or her ears. Don't mutter under your breath around her thinking she's not going to hear it. Now, she's my granny, and she's my elder, and I love her, and most of all, I respect her. But she can make me madder than a mashed cat quick as anyone can. If I say left, she says right for no other reason than to say just the opposite of me. And I'm going to be just like her someday. Heck, in a lot of ways, I already am. Now, if Granio has an opinion on something, you're going to know it. Facebook? That's the devil's playground. Do you got so-and-so on your Facebook? Why? I'd be ashamed to tell it if I did. She doesn't quite get what being a Facebook friend with someone means. And one important point that needs to be made up front is that Granny O is a die-hard Republican. And I'm pretty much a Democrat. Or let's say in the past, I was one of those yellow dog folks who didn't stray for no reason, no way, no how from the Democratic ticket. Today, I'm about as disgusted with both parties as someone can get. That's another story for another day. But can I just say that me and Granny O have had some lively political conversations? Help me, Lord. Be near. She's part near stroked on out if I ever even say the words Hillary or Obama. And one of my all-time faves. Why, if anybody's for Hillary Clinton, they need their head examined. And I don't mean tomorrow, I mean right now. There's a rather colorful video I posted on Facebook where I told her I had entered a contest to try to win dinner with Hillary. And I was taking her with me if I won. Well, that went over like a turd in a punch bowl. But my friends and family sure enjoyed watching them. In fact, I used to video her often on her Sunday outings and post them. Her limited vision kept her from realizing when I was recording her and me being mean for sport like I am. Now, I got that from her so I could say that. And I know in how much everyone loved these videos and begged for them, I posted them for the world to see. So, I just want to say a big thanks to whoever the member of the Pipeville Church of Christ is, where on a good day there was a whole nine in attendance, told her about these videos. I appreciate the heck out of you. 
That and add in the fact that my son texted me and shamed me for posting them without her knowledge, and the tongue lashing I got from her was enough for me to lay off for a while. I tried to explain to her that she was doing the world a disservice to make me stop and that everyone loved her. Guess what? She didn't care. So for now, I'm stuck writing down the small phrases and jargon she uses. Granny-o-isms is what I call them. It's little bits of wisdom that I wish I had been writing down for years because it's been going on all my life, but I've just now come to appreciate them. Here's a few of my all-time favorite granny-o-isms. Self-bragging is half scandal. Truth will stand when the world's on fire. Doesn't cost a thing in the world to be nice. You know, you may give out, but you never give up. Now, Kim, people in trouble don't care who they get in trouble. I dread the dreads. Think, it might be a new experience. I'm not that hard to please. That's why I'm sitting where I'm at. You learn more listening than you can talking. Shut your mouth. If they seat you near the kitchen, they don't think much of you. If you mess with S-H blankety blank, now she spells it because Granny O does not cuss. But if you mess with SH, you know what? You're going to get it all over you. It has to be said that this is the one I have used more times in my life than anything. Well, that's their baby and they're going to have to rock it. Why, they look like something the cats drug in because the dogs wouldn't eat it. But the one, the granioism that speaks to me and that I know someday will haunt me is this one. Only a mother knows. I'm actually going to have it inscribed on her tombstone should the day come when she's laid to rest beside my sweet mama, her only child. And what Granny O means by this is that only a mother knows what she will do, what she will endure, what she will go through for their child. Now that's the truth if there ever was. You go ahead and write that down in the front of your Bible next to your kids' names because that's gospel, y'all. There is no love like a mother's love. I can argue this one till the cows come home. Now, my son's dad, he loves him. He'd lay down in the middle of the road and die for him. That kind of love. But he's never going to feel the way I do about him. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. A mother's love is not of this world, and only a mother knows. Wow. If Granny O never leaves me anything else, the legacy of those words is enough. Granny O met Raymond, who was to be her husband at a ball game in the Kyle community. That's at the end of the pike, if you don't know. Y'all all gonna be Pikeville experts by the time I'm done with you. See, he wasn't from around these parts. He was from Albertville in neighboring Marshall County. Granny O had taught school at Crow Mountain and had met some of his kin there. So she knew of him, but she didn't know him. They got married in 1948. And in the early 50s, moved to Chicago, where he worked at the Ford plant. If you have old-timers from the South in your family, you've heard them talk about when everybody went up north to work. They'd been there a few years, and in June of 1953, she was around six months pregnant with my mama. They lived in a little park rental-type community near a lake, and the landlord was having issues with seagulls. So he hired my grandfather and two other men to go out onto the lake during the night when no one's around and eradicate them. Yes, shoot them. I know, eradicate sounds nicer. Now, my grandfather was an avid fisherman. He grew up on and near Lake Gunnersville. 
Granny O says he always used to point out a particular piece of land in Gunnersville and tell her, you know, one day that's where they're going to build a house. I've got that little story on video also. I'm just going to save it for myself right now. When it got really late that night and he hadn't come in, Granny O said she went outside and was walking around the lake's edge looking for them. A man came up to her and asked her if she was okay, and she told him who and what she was looking for. I was in my gown, Kim, she said, just out there walking around. And whenever I think of this story, I had this vivid image in my mind of how she must have looked on the edge of that lake in her gown. And even though he's long gone, I sure wish I knew who that man was. Maybe he's got a granddaughter somewhere I could connect with and thank her. Don't ask me why. I'm just odd like that. At daylight, they found the boat in the lake, upside down, just the boat, no one or nothing near or around it. I think she said it took about three days to finally recover the bodies. No idea what or how they all drowned. All three of these men were strong swimmers. There was no storm, no inkling as to what happened. She said she remembers her family coming to get her and bring her back to Alabama, but not much else. Now, she's not one who believes in all this depression mess. But I'm pretty sure the months after, until my mother was born, there was spent in a deep depression. And then, on September 16, 1953, along came my mama, Rebecca Lynn Wester. Becca to many, mama to me. To my son that she loved with her entire heart, she was yeah, yeah. Granny O never remarried, so it was just her and my mom, along with other family to help out, of course. Granny O lived in Tampa while my mama grew up with my Aunt Irma and her children. They were the closest things to siblings my mama ever had. Granny O worked at Cattleman's Livestock Auction Barn for years until she retired the year I graduated and moved to Alabama to be with us, to be with mama. We were all she had. My mama, y'all, she was a living, breathing angel on this earth. She did something for me every single day of my life. She loved my son Dylan with a fierceness that an Iron Bowl rivalry can't touch. He was her world. And after the heck me and my sister Mona had put her through in our teen years, well, she deserved a Dylan Scott Rice. She thought the sun rose and set on the cheeks of his hind end, as they say. He was only 12 when she died. And sometimes I get mad. Is it all right to get mad at God every now and then? Because I sure do. I'm going to save my mama's story for another day. She deserves her own page, her own blog, her own gold star in heaven. And I find comfort in knowing she got there. But her part of Granny O's story is this. My Granny O lost her only child on April 15, 2005, in the middle of the night to a massive heart attack. She said she can still hear my Uncle Dwayne's voice that night when he knocked on the door and told her and my Aunt Ruby to get ready, that they had to go to the hospital. Not Rebecca, she said. Anyone but her. I still don't know why this was his plan. It sure has been heck on me ever since. Trying to fill her role. Taking care of my sister and my granny. My stepdad for a while. When I was convinced he would starve without my mama to cook for him. My niece and Dylan. Yeah, yeah, shoes were some big ones. And I can say I've given it my flat out level best. But I'm still not sure I've come close. So when I talk to my granny -o about stress at work, troubles at home, and the people I minister to in active addiction or recovery, she just says, why? Hard times. 
Y'all don't know hard times. I've lived harder times than any of you all can even imagine. And she's right, you know. And I'm not sure she wishes that maybe she hadn't stayed in Tampa instead of coming here. And I'm sure she's glad she did. Because I, for one, would be lost without her. Even when she makes me watch Fox News endlessly. Even when she complains. I'd say she's earned the right to complain. And to be one of her kind. Granny O's self. Later, y'all.